We stop literally, I think, the last line of Ayin Zayin, Amud Bet. And we were talking about the word Oh. We said the word Oh is parv. Sometimes it can come to include something, sometimes it comes to exclude something, depending on the context. Remember about two different psukim. Our pasuk about, uh, about Shor Ose. Shor Ose, the word Oh over there, we says what? Let a bot. Why? Because shore and se can't breed, can't breed together. So a crossbreed was already excluded. So the word or comes to include a mixed breed. Right? And then when you had the pasuk of shore or chesev or is, so he said chesev or is, well, chesev and is can mix breed. So or over there is to lima'it, to take out right, the kil'ayin, the mixed breed. Good? So depending on the context of the pasuk, can the animals mate? The word all could be inclusive or exclusive. That was the, that was the, uh, yesterday where we finished up yesterday. Correct? Good, good, good. Here we go. Top of the word, top of the, uh, top of Amur, Ayn Chen Amur Aleph. Here we go. Veha gabe kodashim nami shor o chesev. So remember, the pasuk that you just told me about, that we said that the word all could be exclusive, where it said shor, it said shor, or chesev, or ez. And we said the back half of the pasuk. Chesev and ez, those two could mate. So the word or excludes a kil'ayim, a mixture. Well, the first half of the pasuk also says shor, or chesev. And a minute ago you told me, because our pasuk by Geneva says shor, or seh, and since a shor and a seh can't mate, so they over there, all comes to include. So over here too, you should say the same thing. Shor, or chesev, those two can't mate. The word or is there, should be inclusive. Right? So why come you saying, or oh, you're ignoring the first half, the first word of the pasuk you ignore, and you're focusing only on chesev and ez, and say those two mates, so the word all over there must be exclusive? Why? Why? What about short at the beginning? Right? Right? You should, be, it should be inclusive because the beginning of the Pasuk says Shor O Chesev and you can't, they can't mate. So the word all there should include the Kilayim. Right? So when I says no. Because remember yesterday we we, we ate two things from this Pasuk. We ate the Kilayim and the Nidmeh. Right, the nidmeh was we said an animal doesn't look like it doesn't look like its parents. Right, so we excluded that from, from uh, availability for korbanot. Pasuk is talking about korbanot, shor chesav valed. Right, and therefore we said who can, what can't be a korban? A kilayim can't be a korban. A nidmeh can't be a korban. Mariah is saying over here now, well, shor or chesav, those two can't mate, so all should include kilayim. The says no, since the second or in the pasuk, which is chesav and is, is mema'et. So the first or is also mima'it. We're not going to have one pasuk having all inclusive and all exclusive. Since the second one is exclusive, the first one is also exclusive, and that's why we're going to say not the nidme. Mana says, Adraba, a very nice, great svarah. You don't want to have one pasuk that one, one or is inclusive and one is exclusive, but if you decided that it should be exclusive. Why don't you say they should both be inclusive? Since shor or chesev, which is the beginning one at least, uh, that all should be inclusive based on your svarah that you told me that the animals can't mate and produce a baby and therefore the all should come to, exclu- to should come to uh, include, right? So then both the all and the seifa, chesev or and should also be inclusive, right? It says, no, no, hi, my, that's not, that's not good logic. I can't say such a thing. Now, why not? It says, Right? 
He says, if you're telling me both the words of all in the Pasuk, I understand why. Just because I'm mema'et something doesn't mean I'm mema'et at something else. But if they're coming to include things, so what are you going to come to include? You're going to tell me, right? So then we have two things to be merabe. What do we need merabe? We're going to merabe the kil'aim and the nidmeh. If you're going to be, if you're going to be marbe the kil'aim, do I need to tell you that you have to be merabe the nidmeh? The kil'aim came from two separate animals. And it's still valid for korban. Of course, an animal that came from two of the same parents, it doesn't look like their parents, would be a korban. What's the difference? Why would I have to say it? I wouldn't need to say it anymore. So the, has to make, it makes more sense to say that both the words oz in this pasuk are lima'et, to exclude. Fine. Once you, once you tell me we're adding on a kilayim, which is two different species that made it together, and that baby is going to be okay, to a baby of the same species, it just doesn't look like them, of course it's okay. It doesn't look, I have a, two sheeps, and the baby looks like a goat. Male, male sheep, female sheep, mate, and the baby comes out looking like a goat. It, both it, all its genes, it's full, it's a mutation. Whatever, all its all its genes. Fine. Because it's a mutation, then you can say that that would be that that there wouldn't be so much. Why? Because the other ones of a guy, something like a kilayim is is it's a kilayim is in the Sutra. Now to be barber kilayim, and I tell you that that korban that came from two separate species, the animal could be a korban. So one that came from both parents for sure should be a korban. What's the problem with it? If that's okay, this is, has to be okay. If, if you're just saying it looks like them. It doesn't look like the parents. It has all has the proper genes. It has full gen- genetic. When I go do a DNA, it's perfect sheep. just doesn't look like a sheep. So it's good. has to be good. has to be good. If, and therefore, it's, the, a, it's a funny. Uh, okay, in those days there weren't DNA testing animals, but 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 we can understand the logic. No, but I have no isur on an nidmeh to eat. We'll see in a minute. Most of the time, the nidmeh animal is 100 kosher animal. But the kilayim, the Torah talks about lotir ba kilayim. It starts. It starts out with an isur. So if it starts out with an isur, I can use that as a kofan kosher. Can the one has no isur? Good, good. Okay, fine. Good. Uh, Ella. Good. So Ma says now, okay, I got you. I understand why with the shoes. Do you, you want to come sit in the shade or come? Come, come sit over here. No, no, come sit right here. Move over. The spot right here. Okay. So it's like this. Ella, Max, you good? Is my value, the volume is good, Max? You can hear me? Max, you good? You don't look like you're good. Can you hear me or no? Just give me a thumbs up. Eh, eh. Okay, let me try to make it louder for you. Eh, eh okay, on and off. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. All right. So I got you, Max. How about the volume? The volume's off a little bit. Maybe if I should put my headphones. Yeah. Better now. Better now. Oh, no. I mean, okay. All right. I think it's you. It's your connection, by the way. I think because of the connection. Yeah. It looks like the server's going in. Volume's great. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't hear you. I'm not hearing you. Good. Okay. Fine. Let's go. Um. So. Where we are now that now that we've proved now that we've proved that the, the all over here is lima'it, so the one has a question. So one has a question. Remember, we had a statement that Rava made yesterday. What did he tell us? Rava says any time the word se is in the Torah, it excludes an animal that was a crossbreed. Kilaim. Yeah, it was a crossbreed, right? Anything that's any time you see the word se, it means se, se, and not something that came from two different parents. That's the way we learned the we learned the word se. That's what Ava said. But now the man wants to know, okay, wh- where's the source? Because you're telling me now by uh, Gineva ve'Aveda, 
right? But by the geneva of the animal, shor oseh, we said the kilaim is included, right? And by the pasuk of the korbanot, the kilaim is specifically excluded. So where's Rava saying that, that I needed the word o without just to know? I'm sorry, I needed the word se to tell me that it's not a kilaim. How do I? Where's the source? What what halakha is he talking about? Mana says ela de amar Rava ha de amar Rava zebana av kol makom shne emar se eno ela lahotzi. Kilayim, right? Rabbi says, anytime you see the word se, that we exclude a mixture. Lema which halacha is he talking about? Ile kodashim, if it's about korban, behejak tibehu, shor o chesef, prat kilayim. It's excluded, it's explicit. I don't need the word se, the word o is there, right? Ile ma'aser, if you tell me, no, maybe ma'aser behema. Ma'aser behema, not allowed to be a kilayim, right? You take all the babies that are born this year, put them in a pen, and you count one, two, three, number 10 is a korban, right? Ma'aser behema. So maybe you'll tell me, okay, if number 10 was, or maybe I don't even put the, I don't put the kilayim into the pen with the, with the animals. Not, why? Because it can't be the korban anyway. So if that's what the halakha is for, I don't need it either. Why? Because it says, لِمَعَسِرْ tahat tahat يَلِيفْ مِي kodashim. We have pasuk by korbanot that says, شُورُ خِزَ وَإِزْكِي وَلَيْدْ وَهَيَا شِفْعَاتْ يَمِيمْ تَحَتْ إِمْمُ تَحَتْ إِمْمُ وَيَوْمَ الشِّمِنِيُ Right? Tahat. And by, by the, by ma'asir, it says, uh, it says, uh, The word tahat is in both places. We make a gzera shavah connection. And therefore, since I know by korbanot that kilayim is excluded, tahat, tahat connects me back to ma'asir behema, the, then that means the kilayim is excluded. So I don't need the Rava statement about seh to exclude kilayim about ma'asir either because it's already excluded. Okay? If you want to tell me now, maybe bechor behema. The animal was born, first born from Peterechim, from, uh, from the sheep, but it was a kilayim. The father was a goat, the mother was a sheep. First baby born, kilayim. Maybe I need the word se for Rava there to tell me. No, this can't be a korban. It's not kodash, it's not a bechor. No, I don't need it either. Why? Ha'avara, ha'avara, ya'lif mi ma'aser. Again, pasuk by ma'aser, kol asher ya'avor tahat ashevet, ya'avor ha'avara. And by, by, by bechor it says, ve'ha'avarta ko Peterechim, right? Same word, so just like I learned by uh, by Maaser Behema, I say the same thing by Bechor. So Bechor actually has like a double jump to get to Bechor because you started with Korbanot, you went to Maaser, and Maaser went to Bechor because we had the Taha Taha Tavara Havara. But at the end of the day, we're pulling this law of no kill Ayim all the way through from Korban to Maaser, now to Bechor Behema. So I still don't need Rava's statement about Seh. What do I need it for? Inami, or I could give you another reason why why I would say Mars, Max Shalom is calling me. Why is Max calling me? What's the matter, Max? You're on mute, first of all, and you're trying. You're not in the daf. What's the matter with you? You're on mute, Max. I can't hear you, Max. What's the matter? Hello. I can't hear you, Max. Say again. Say again. I lost them. Okay. Best say that. Whatever. Okay. That's what the voice recording's for. <laughs> this time. Okay, but anyway. So here we go. Inami. Another another reason to exclude Bechor. I can either learn double Gazara Shava, and say the Bechor can't have Kilaim, or I can learn another way. How? Nidme Amartlo. Right? You already told me that Nidme can't be a Bechor. How do I know Nidme? can't be a Bechor, if the animal that's born from a male sheep and a female sheep, and it looks like a goat, is a Bechor, we say it's not, it doesn't have Kiddushah. Why? The word Ach, extra in the Pasuk, 
אח בכור שור, יש תלמיד בכור שור. לא, לא, אח בכור שור, עד שיהיה שור ובכורו שור. It has to look exactly like his parent, it has to be a שור. That's a kilayim mibaya, what I need to tell you, the kilayim doesn't have any more kedushat bechor? Of course not. If, if it's a descendant of two of the same species, and still doesn't have kedushat bechor because it doesn't look like its parents, so the one that was two different parents, of course two different species, will not have kedushat bechor. I, I don't need it. So what's Rava for? What do you mean, say, to take school kilayim? Ela says, the Gemara, ki itmar de Rava le'inyan peter hamor. Peter hamor tifdeh beseh. Means, says Rava, you can't use kilayim as the pigeon animal for your Peter Hamor. Peter Hamor, firstborn donkey, is Kadosh. Torah says you have to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, you have to decapitate it. And therefore, when I'm going to redeem it, the Torah says to use Se. Peter Hamor Tifde Bise. Says Rava, oh, Se. Not kilayim. Not kilayim. It has to be Se. Kedetnan. You can't use a calf, you can't use a wild animal, you can't use an animal that was already slaughtered, okay? Koi is an animal that's a mixed breed between a deer and a goat, according to Rashi, a deer and a ram. Creates this animal, it's a safek chaya, safek behema, safek if it's birya bifne atzma, we don't know what it is. Anyway, fine, you can't use that either. Now, and therefore says uh, the Gemara, that's what Ava was talking about. His, his rule of say is, you can't use kilayim for pidyon peter, peter hamor. Okay, according to Rabbi El-Azhar, who says, no, you could use kilayim for peter hamor. So what's say according to him for? Before we go on, I want to explain what he just said. Rebbe says, I agree, right? I agree with Rava that you can't use a kilayim for Peter Hamor. But what I, well, the kind of kilayim that you can't use is a kilayim Okay, what does that mean? Look at Ashi. Ashi says right across from us. Para sus. Ve'aviv sus. O rechel hazir. The Aviv Hazir. So you have a kosher animal. The mother was a kosher animal. The father was an unkosher animal. And it gave birth to an unkosher animal. So you have a cow that was got pregnated by a horse. And the baby was a horse. Right? Or you have a, a, a sheep that gave birth to a pig. The father was a pig. Says Rashid, Asur Why? Zot Shor se kesavim That's the pasuk over there. se. That's what that's for there to tell you that you can't have this animal that's a kilayim, even though it was born from a kosher animal. The mother was a kosher. The man's going to ask you a question in a second. How does it even get pregnant? The man's going to ask you in a second. But right now, have Amina that it works. And the Quran says, that's what we're talking about. When Rava, according to the Bil Azar, who says you can use a kilayim for Pijon Peter Hamor, right, will tell you what's the seh for? This halacha. To tell you that the animal that you can't, the one that Rava says you can't use for Peter Hamor is not an animal that's two kosher animals that produce a, a mixture. Of course you could use that. A goat and a sheep, no problem, use that for Peter Hamor. But if it was a goat or a sheep and a pig, and you have a pig coming out, no, no, that's the one Rava says you can't use. That's the kilayim you can't use. I disagree with the previous. Yes. Okay? Okay? So Rava says, Okay? That, and Rava, this has to disagree with Rabbi Yoshua. What does Rabbi Yoshua say? 
דאיר ביהושע מסה כסבים וזה עזים נפקאמר ועד שאביו כבש ואימו כבשה period okay the biyoshua learns this rule from somewhere else he learns it from the pasuk that says misa kisavim vesizim and therefore he learns davka thank you i need that then he says davka when the father and the mother were uh, two kosher animals <coughs> and therefore once they have that that would be okay okay and therefore rava has to rebiel uh, has to hold like rava when rava says said to exclude a kilaim he's talking about an unkosher that breeded with a kosher and the mother was a kosher animal gave birth to what looks like an unkosher animal that's the one rava says you can't use peter hamor and right away focus question mim a cow can get pregnant from a horse what are you talking about that, that was my picture, by the way. That's, okay. that's, that's why I sent the picture, right? Baruch Atah Adonai Nechal. I sent a picture of a zebra and a donkey. Me and Abra, it's called a zonkey, and it has like striped legs on the side. Yes, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, exactly. Exactly. Like a liger. Same, same old idea. Okay? Yeah, it's a zonkey. Okay, so he says, he says, could you have a, a kosher animal becoming pregnated, get pregnated from an unkosher animal? Says Mara, in. Yes. How? The Kaimalan, says, we can say what? Now, Kalut means that it's an animal that's supposed to have split hooves and the, and the hooves are fused. So it's, let's say, a cow, which has split hooves, but born with hooves of a horse, no splits. Okay, now it's a kosher animal, not a kosher animal. That's a question. So he says, you know what happened over here? The abar mi kalut, kerebishimon. Look at Rashi, top. Rashi, good. Rashi. Rashi says, the abar mi kalut, kerebishimon. Meaning what? Kalut parsotav. Meaning parsotav kilutot. Venolad mi letahor. Venebishimon kari letame. Venebishimon says this animal is unkosher. It's a, the mother was a cow, father was a bull. Gave birth to a cow, but looks like a cow, but it has hooves that are not split. Is that a kosher animal or not? According to the Bishimon, we call that Tameh. So when he says Tameh that made a kosher animal pregnant, he's talking about this baby calf that was cow that was born with hooves that are split, that are not split, they're supposed to be split. And that was the father, let's say, and it impregnated a regular cow. That's the one Dava is saying is no good, according to the Bishimon. Which means, you're right, a cow and a, or a sheep and a pig can't, can't mate. They can mate, but they're not going to be able to produce an embryo. They're not going to be able to give... When we said an unkosher animal made a kosher animal pregnant, we mean an unkosher animal according to the Bishimon, which is regular a kosher animal, but it's just born with hooves that are not what? Gotcha. Gotcha? Gotcha. Good. Okay. So now we go back and re, let me just restate. Joe, Joe, one second. Joe, one more. Let me just restate this. What happened now is when when it says and we want to exclude a kill ayim, we're talking about a kosher animal that had no split hooves that impregnated another regular animal that had split hooves and had a baby even with split hooves. Rava says no good. That's kill ayim. Now you can say what you want. Is is an animal that's taner by default not kosher? An animal by, that's Tameh by default. But in the Torah, live animals that we call Tameh means unkosher. Because Tameh, we're told Tum'ah has to do with death. Right? So there's animals that are kosher when they become Tameh, when they die, could make you Tameh. But when we say Tameh about a live animal, we mean unkosher. Okay? 
Okay, fine. Good. So Tameh in the Torah over here, when you're talking about a live animal, means an unkosher animal. So when I say Tameh that made a terefa, a Tehorah pregnant, I mean unkosher animal that impregnated a kosher animal. Good. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Yes, Joe, good question. Okay, so we got to be Shimon. Next. Top of the page. The Abami Kalut Kirbi Shimon, period. Ready? She's talking about it where it makes it look like a gamma. Yeah, because so, it has no, the, 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 the doesn't have no hooves at all. By the end, yeah, it's the same thing, same concept. The concept is the, the hooves are supposed to be split and they're not split. Finish. Good. You good? Okay. Here he goes. Bye, Rava. Question. Hare Alai Ola. Here we go. This is this question. You're going to like this question. Joe, this is for you. You ready? This was the question. You have a guy who says, Hare Alai Ola. When I say Hare Alai Ola, means I have a personal obligation to bring a Qurban Ola. I have an obligation. And therefore, I set aside an animal. Now, this animal has Kiddushat. Uh, Ola, but if that animal doesn't make it to the Mizbech to discharge my obligation, I have to replace the animal. See? I have to replace it because it's a personal obligation. I didn't say Hare Ze Ola. If I say Hare Ze Ola, this is a, this one and only this one. I didn't obligate myself. I made that an Ola. If I lost it, it got stolen, it died, I'm, I don't have to bring an animal. I have to bring a Korban. But when I put obligation on myself, I need to remove that obligation. The only way I do that is by bringing a Korban. Good? So the guy says, Hare Alai Ola, free Shor. He separates an ox, gorgeous, big ox. Guy wants to bring mitzvah min He wants to have all the kohanim beta mikdash. Look at this guy when he brought us for lunch today. Look at that ox, hadid, waigu beef. I'm in. Says the kohen, I want to act. I want to act. Uba aher. Now what happened? Uba aher v'ganav. The ganav saw this ox and woof, that looks good. Hashes the ox. Okay. Mi patar ganav nashe bekeves. Ole rabanan beolata of. I read that wrong. That's how you read it. Okay? Which means like this. Remember, the minute the guy calls the animal a korban, it's not his anymore. This animal belongs to Beit HaMikdash. And now the ganav comes and steals this animal. Now, Okay, the person needs to replace his korban ola, but his korban ola doesn't need to be waigu beef. He has a personal obligation. Does he have to now, does the ganav have to replace this ox, or can he give a sheep back to the owner? And say, here, you have an obligation to discharge. I stole the animal that was going to discharge your obligation. I'm giving you back something that's going to fulfill your obligation. I'm giving you a little goat. Little goat, here, okay. yeah, yeah. Or, according to Biazah, even a bird. Ola, you said Ola, here, here's a bird, here's a little, a little pigeon, go, fulfill your obligation, I'm going to eat the cow, I'm going to give you a pigeon. Can you do that or not? Okay, that's the question. Good? Right? Question mark. Ditnan, Mishnah says, Hare alai Ola, Yavi Keves. Right? Tanaka Chachamim says, Guy says, Hare Ola Ola, doesn't specify what kind of animal. We tell him, bring a sheep. Yeah, you can bring a turtle dove or a pigeon. My, and therefore, based on those two opinions, what will we say to the ganav? Me, Amrinan Shem Ola Kabil Ilave. When the ganav says Hare Alai Ola, that's all he said. What he did afterwards, and designated an ox, that's his problem. But he has an obligation to bring an Ola. It can be discharged with a small animal. And therefore, maybe the ganav only has to give back a small animal and tell the guy, here you go, fulfill your obligation. Or maybe the owner of the ox could say, Ana mitzvah min ba'in al 
I didn't want to discharge my obligation with a sheep. If I wanted to do that, I would have designated a sheep. I want to have the Kwanim have a big barbecue in Beit HaMikdash. Why go beef? I don't give them the little sheep over here. What is this? It's not what I want. Right? Do we tell him, tough luck, we don't care because it doesn't matter? Or we tell him, no, he's right. Put the gun out to bring back an ox. Batar the Ibai. After he asked the question, Hadar Parshta, he answered himself. What did he say? Ganav patar atzmo bekeves l'rabanan be'olata of l'ribi azar azariah. Okay? He says no. He doesn't. The, the ganav doesn't have to bring an ox. He can bring a sheep. He can bring a he can bring a bird if he's holding l'ribi azar azariah. Rav Acha b'leid Rav Ika matni la He says outright. It wasn't even a question. It wasn't Rava asked the question and answered the question himself. Rather, Amar Rava outright Rava says, "Hare Allah If he's sure, Uba Achir beGenavo, Patar Asma beKevis LeRabanan, Beolata Ofli Beazar BeNazaria. He was protecting himself by giving back this uh, to this, this uh, smaller animal, and he's off the hook from the guy from the what he called from the uh, from yeah. Gotcha. Yalla Mishnah. New Mishnah. Ready? New Mishnah. So we said now that we know that an animal person who steals, steals an animal, shor or seh, right? And he slaughters it or sells it, has to pay back four or five times, right? Five times for the ox, four times for the sheep, right? What happens if he didn't fully sell the animal? He sells 75% of the animal, sells 80% of the animal, sells 99% of the animal, but keeps back 1%. Does he pay four and five or not? So here's the Mishnah. Sells it, 99% sale, 1% holds back. Or what if he was a partner, 50-50, and he stole his partner's 50% share and sold the animal. Or he was slaughtering the animal and he messed it up. Became nevela. Or hanoher. It's total, totally uh, messes up the shechita. Nechira and me'aker is uprooting the, the simanim. So he did, he, he messed up the shechita. He made the shechita unkosher. What do we do with this guy? Says the Mishnah, Mishalem tashlume kefel, eno Mishalem tashlume arba'a v'chamisha. You need, it says tavach. Nechira is not tevicha. Right? Yeah. Nitlavla, you shot the animal in the head, that's not, that's not, that's not shechita. It's not slaughter. In order to be chayav, you have to slaughter. So the Mishnah says, if the guy sold 99%, or he was a partner, and Hashor his partner share and sold it, or he screwed up in the shechita, he doesn't pay. He pays kefil, double, like any ganav, but he doesn't pay four and five. That's the Mishnah. Yep. Okay. He didn't slaughter it, right? Not slaughter. Good. Manah says, my chutz me'echad me'ashebo. What do you mean when he said he sold 99%? Like what 1% didn't he sell? We're talking about beef, meat? Talking about skin? Talking about... Horns, hooves. What were we talking about? Amarav chutz mi davar hanitar imo b'shchita. Rav says it had to be something that because of the shchita became mutar. Something that became mutar because you slaughtered the animal. Yeah. If it's something that would not become mutar with shchita because it's still asur, or it was always mutar, like the horns. So sure. then, then not not then holding that back is not going to be a problem. Okay. Velevi Amar no, chutz mi gizoteha. Levi says no. You know what I mean? He sold everything except the wool. Right, the shearings. Okay, we'll see what they argue about. Vechen tana bematnita chutz mi gizoteha. We have a baraita like Levi. 
Like Levi's opinion is that he sold the entire animal except for the except for the wool. She has a nice fat sheep with a bunch of wool. He sells the animal to the ganav. He doesn't. Listen, by the way, he, I mean, the ganav sells the animal. He says before I give it to you, I'm, I'm uh, giving it a haircut, taking the wool for myself, and you got the animal. That's what he sold. Okay. Metive challenge. Mechara chutz mi yada, chutz mi ragla, chutz mi karna, chutz mi gizoteha. Eno mishalem tashlume arba'a v'hamisha. So first of all, first opinion of the Baraita says, this ganav sold the animal except for its foreleg, except for a rear leg, except for its horns, except for its shearing. You do not pay tashlume arba'a v'hamisha. That's the first opinion of the Baraita. You held something back. Front leg, back leg, horns, shearing. What is all this Masoret based on? We're going to see in a minute. Sukim coming up in a minute. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Rabbi Omer, davara ma'akev b'shechita, eno mishalem tashlume arba'a v'chamisha. V'she'eno ma'akev b'shechita, mishalem tashlume arba'a v'chamisha. Rabbi says, it depends on the shechita. If this item needs shechita, then it's going to be, uh, if you held that back, it's called holding it back. If a shechita is not ma'akev this item, then holding it back is not holding it back. Meaning the shearing would be okay. Correct. According to the B, good. If I so according to the B, if I sold it except for the shearing, I would pay four and five. Correct. Okay. Last opinion says, no, no, no. If you sold it right minus the horns, right, so then you're not going to pay four and five. But if you sold it minus the shearings, you are going to pay four and five. Right. Now, the Mara is going to break down the opinions, the three opinions over here. The Mara is going to break them down first, tell us what each guy is holding and why they're holding what they're holding. Now, first, but to, before we go there, we're going to take this Baraita and take it, turn it around and push it back to Rav and Levi. Because they were, they were Amoraim. This is Baraita, it's Tanaim. Well, Rav and Levi are not allowed to make up opinions. They have to pick one of these opinions. Okay? So let's see what happens. Over here. Say again? The last opinion goes like Levi. Good. So he says like this. Titania, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, where'd I go? I'm a Bishlam al-Levi, Kitana Kaba. Mara says, Levi is the first opinion. Okay, because Levi said that Chutz bi Gizotea, right? And therefore, the, the last Baraita says, Chutz bi Gizotea, Mishalem arba Hamisha. That's, right, that's the, the last opinion. What about the first opinion? Uh, the Mara says, Tana Kaba. The first and the last are both saying Gizotea. They seem like there's, the, the, but the first one added a couple other things. Karna, Gizotea, and, uh, what did it add in there? Front leg, back leg, keren, and sh- and shearings. That was that was the Tanakama. We're saying Levi's like Tanakama. They must know that he holds that way about the shearing, about the horns, over the front leg, back leg. We'll see in a minute. But they're saying Levi is the first opinion. Okay? El al-Rav, who's got a problem. Rav says, Davar anitar b'shechita, and you me'akev that, that's that's called holding back. And it's not going to be four and five. Davar she'enu nitar, right? The enu me'akev b'shechita is going to be considered... A full sale, and you would pay four and five. That was Rav. Amre. Rav Amar chutz mi davar hanitar imo b'shchita. That was Rav. Davar hanitar imo b'shchita. I needed shchita to make this piece mutar. That was Rav. So Mar says, whose opinion is Rav? Keman. Amre Rav de Amar ki hai datana. Guess what? You're right. Rav, Rav is not any of the Tana in our baraita. There's another baraita with another opinion. And that's the opinion of Rav. The Tanya, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, Mechara chutz mi yada, chutz mi ragla, eno mishalem tashlume arba'a v'chamisha. Because that's an object 
that requires shechita to be matir, the yad, the regel. I can't eat the, leg, the, the animal's front leg without having shechita. I can't eat the back leg without having shechita. Chutz mi karna, chutz mi gizoteha, meshalem tashlumei The horns or the shearings, I don't need shechita to make those muta. Right? I could, I could cut the horn off of an animal and use it. Okay? I could shear the animal while I'm still alive and use it. Okay? So Ma says, Bimai kamifligeh. What's the mahlukit? Here we go for Jesse. We have these, all these opinions. What do they argue about? One says the horn, one says the shearing, one says the leg. One says, what, 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 what do they argue about? Mara says, Tanaka masavar utevaho. Here's your pasuk, Jess. Kulo ba'inan. Umecharo kulo ba'inan. I can't hold back anything. Tevaho means slaughter. Full slaughter. I slaughtered it all. Shemecharo, I sold it all. Correct. Correct. So he says like this. According to the B, only applies to things that need shechita. And therefore, even things that, are things that don't need shechita, so this doesn't apply. And since I have a hekesh between the mechira and the shechita, so if I sold or did not sell something that does not need shechita, not going to make me chayav, four and five. This Correct. Anything that doesn't need shechita, not going to make me chayav for selling that item. Why? Because I, I, I wouldn't be chayav if it's slaughtering them either. Because it was something that the slaughtering didn't, I didn't need to slaughter to, be, to make it mutar. The shearing doesn't need slaughtering to make it mutar. You could shear live wool, and make, make wool, make a sweater. No problem. Be my guest. So that would be a problem, right? Because that would need shechita. Right, right. That's good, right? Verebi Shimon ben Azar Savar Karna. The horn. Period. I got you that the keren doesn't need shechita to make the horn mutar. But people don't cut horns off of live animals. It's abnormal. It's very normal to shear your animal. So when you tell me I sold the animal excluding the shearings, that means you sold the animal because excluding the shearings is normal. But you sold the animal excluding the horns, that's not normal. People don't cut horns off. And therefore that's not called a shear. Right? That, that is a shear. It's not a shear if you sold the animal without the shearing and therefore you would pay four and five because it's normal to have the animal without shearing. But if you sold the animal without the horns, that's a, that's a hold back. That's not going to be that you sold it kulo and you don't pay four and five because people don't cut the horns off of animals. Good. The Idach Tana, the third Baraita, the second, the other Baraita that brought the next opinion. Tana Deve Shimon Ben Elazar Savar Yada Verav Glav the Tzrichi Tivicha Have Shiur Velom Mishalem Tashlumei Ba'ave Chamisha. Right, the front leg and the back leg, which need Shchita to make them mutar to eat. And therefore, if you didn't sell the front leg, that's called holding back part of the animal, and you're not going to pay four and five. Right, but Karna VeGizoteha Delot Tzrichi Tivicha, the horns and the shearings that don't need Tivicha. You didn't sell those. Lohav shiur. Okay, good. So now the Rah has one problem. If you didn't notice, which we didn't pick up right away, the two Baraitot both have Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar. And they have two differing opinions in there. Okay? The last opinion in the first Baraita and the, and the second Baraita's opinion, they're both Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar. And therefore the Quran says, Kashi Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar. And a simple answer, Tre Tanae Alibad Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, period. It's two of his students quoting their rabbi, and one said he said this, the other one said he said that. And therefore, yeah, fine. Next. Tanura Banan, a rabbi's taught. Hagonev kit kit 
הכיתעת, הכיתעת, ואת החיגרת, ואת הסומה. So the guy stole an animal that was missing a leg. Kitat is uh, missing a limb. Chigeret, it has a limp. Or blind, sume animal. Vechen, hagone behemata shutafin. He stole an animal that belonged to partners. And what? Shutafim shiganvu. Partners that stole. All those, patur me'arba'a v'chamisha. So you have a bunch of uh, things over here. In the, in the list, an animal that was missing a limb, an animal that was limping, a blind animal, or I stole from two partners, or two partners that stole. All those, patur. Says the what? V'hatanya, shutafim sheganvu hayavim. I have two partners that are, that are thieves. They got a ring of guys, and they're stealing. They're patur from paying four and five. Why? Amar of Nahman Lakashya. One is talking about a shutaf that stole from his partner. That's the guy that's patur. That's the guy we said before. Because you didn't steal the full animal, you stole half. Because the other half was already yours. And the one that says you have to pay four and five, that's two ganavin that stole from somebody else. They were partners, they stole together. Yeah. And they stole everything, and therefore they pay four and five. Eti Nachman. Challenge. Yachol shutaf. Okay, this Baraita clearly says that two partners that stole from somebody else don't pay. Because it says, right, one who stole from his partner or two who stole from someone else, you might think they should be chayav. No, they're not chayav. So it clearly says that two guys who stole from someone else are not chayav. So that can't be the answer. Ela marav nachman la they were two partners. They, 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 they planned the best heist. We're going to go to this guy's uh, his, uh, his animals. We're going to pick the best ones. We're going to steal them. They did. Stole the best animals. And then one of the Ganavim was hungry. So he made barbecue and invited his friend. He didn't tell him about it. He slaughtered one of the animals. Oh, so now the striking Ganav who wasn't involved was not Tobeah. The other guy was Tobeah. So the one that was not involved doesn't pay four and five. The other guy pays four and five. Oh, when did they both pay four and five? When they had an animal together, barbecue together. Yeah, let's make a party, invite our friends. We'll have a barbecue. And they, and they knew about it, so they paid. So depending on what they... Well, they both Ganav, but only one Tavach. When they both Tavach, they both pay. One Tavach, one pays. That's all. One guy stole, they both stole together, but only one slaughtered without the other guy's knowledge. That's one guy. One who stole it pays, the other guy doesn't pay. Right? Okay, good. He sold it, the animal, but on a delay. Take effect in 30 days from now. I sold a few less, than, everything except for 30 days. Or I sold it to you, but you know, the work, it works for me, you own it. Right? Or I sold the animal but not its fetus, its pregnant animal. So I have the pregnant animal that was stolen, I sell the mother, and I tell you the baby's mine. When the baby's born, I'm taking the baby. Good? But I says, Mahu, what's the halakha? There's an, the question is a general question across all of Shas. What do we try to treat a fetus when the mother is inside the mother? Is that one of the mother's limbs or is that a, a distinct entity? It's its own, it's its own uh, status. It's a baby or it's part of the mother? If I hold it's part of the mother, so then I don't have a question. You sold 
the animal less than part of the mother, that's not a full sale. So you don't pay four and five. But the only question only applies according to the other opinion. The opinion of, I sold this, it says the baby is not part of the mother. It's its own entity. So now, now I, should, I should, the question is, do we say you pay, you don't, you pay four and five for selling the mother without the baby or not? Why? Because we say like this, Kiti ba'ilach, aliba deman de'amar u'bar lav yerech imo. Mai, me'mar abrina ke'vad de'mechubar ba'havashiyur. Since I say it's attached to the mother, so maybe that is called leftover, you didn't sell, right? Or dilma ke'vad de'lemifrash minekai, lo'havashiyur. Since it's going to be separated from the mother anyway, eventually, maybe that's not, maybe that's now we're looking like it's separated already. Ika de'amre, version two, ke'vad de'lav yerech imo lo'havashiyur, do I say since it's not part of its mother, it's not considered a shiur, and therefore yourself you pay four and five? Or dima kebande letzorech le ishtaruye behadash chita kebande shayir begufa dame teku. Since the baby would be mutar if I slaughter the mother while it's pregnant, the baby can be eaten without shita. So maybe it's not it's considered, and therefore it's like you sold the entire thing. Uh, we don't know. Teku atkan for today. Baruch Adonai leolam. Amen. Amen. Zappor. That's the famous thing about Yosef. Yosef 